Welcome to Mindset, a guide to getting out of your own way and a blueprint for professional success. Today, Helen McCabe and Jamila Rizvi are here to talk about inflexible beliefs, how they can limit us and how to become more adaptable and unlock a growth mindset. Helen, the truth is that being inflexible at work or being inflexible about your search for work can be really detrimental. Is that something that you've observed either in yourself or amongst others? Yes, I think um, for many of our members that come into the FW Jobs Academy, uh, they've had a pretty rough run. So they've um, taken career breaks, raised children, had some family violence or a disabled child or some quite complex caring needs and they've become quite hardened and tough and they've had to be. So when they've gone looking for work, um, have got quite inflexible ideas about what work is and what that what it needs to be uh, in order to work within their caring responsibilities. Mm. So this is not intended to be a criticism of them. It's completely understandable. Uh, and what happens in the process of joining the academy is that we open up their mindset to a range of possibilities and ways of thinking about working in the modern era, both um, whether it be remote or online or part-time, Um, and with a range of new opportunities that are on offer because of um, substantial skills gaps in key areas. So I see it all the time. Um, It doesn't last that long um, because these women are often incredibly unique and capable uh, and have an enormous amount to offer. So it doesn't take that long, but um, that inflexibility is a period of time uh, in terms of their job search. And what we're attempting to do in this podcast is to speed up that process and say, um, these are the sorts of things you might be inflexible about and you don't need to be. Mm. And, you know, when it comes to the job search process or you're trying to seek a promotion or, or, or move ahead in the workforce, flexibility is really useful and really important. And I think in a rapidly changing work environment with technology and shifting markets and all sorts of things right now, adaptability is in demand. But when you're talking about individuals who have faced challenges and inequalities like some of those you just described, being inflexible is exactly what you have to be. You have to be firm. You have to have boundaries. You have to be really clear on what you will and won't do and what is and what isn't possible, what you can and can't afford at different points in time, emotionally and financially and physically, to keep yourself safe and to keep yourself well and to care for others. So if you've been working and operating in an environment where it has required you to be inflexible, then trying to move to a place in the job search where you have to embrace flexibility, that's always going to be a little bit tricky. It's absolutely doable, but that's always going to feel a bit uncomfortable when you first when you first embark on it. So maybe it's worth us, us pausing for a moment and first saying, why is flexibility so important, um, not just in the job search, but also in work, in the paid workforce? Yeah, so accepting that um, you have had some difficult circumstances and have reasons for inflexibility, let's look at the value um, where it's appropriate to being flexible. Yeah. And that is, it's super important for teamwork. Yeah. You know, if you're going to fit into... Um, a group dynamic, then you're going to have to show flexibility because mm. 
uh, Jamila, something we work hard at is encouraging differing views and different perspectives. Um, and that requires flexibility. Yeah. If, if, if you've got a whole bunch of people with a whole range of diverse views, uh, then being flexible to, to work through that and work in that sort of environment is absolutely critical to the success of your team. Yeah, you're not always going to agree with the outcome that the group comes to. That's the the reality of group dynamics. Similarly, the business landscape itself is dynamic. So organisations really value employees who can grow with them. And if you've got a really rigid mindset, that can limit your ability to acquire new skills or take on a new opportunity or to embrace change. And that's going to impede your professional development. It's also about change and, and innovation, I think, Helen, as well, in that if you're someone who can embrace new ideas and you're willing to have a go at a new type of technology, for example, that's really critical to staying competitive. And if you're someone who uh, resists that kind of change, then you can kind of find yourself being left behind as the industry evolves around you. The pace of change that we have seen in the last 20 years is only going to quadruple. It is um, unstoppable. So if you are struggling with the updates on your iPhone or the the latest um, Uber app uh, technology, then strap in because that's not slowing down. It's going to get um, more and more complex and um, more and more demands for us to keep upskilling. So we're going to be asked to be adaptable more than ever before. Um, I just say the flip side of that is things get easier and they get more intuitive. So the technology actually um, becomes easier to to understand, but you can't remain resistant to it because it's, it's unstoppable. So if you are sitting there feeling personally victimised and attacked by us right now. (laughs) You're feeling like maybe you are someone who is a bit stubborn, a bit stuck in your ways. And if you're struggling to move forwards in your career or to embrace options that are maybe outside your comfort zone when it comes to jobs, firstly, like, don't beat yourself up. Welcome to the club. I feel like we've all got a bit or even a lot of that. Um, One of the best uh, examples I can give that I I remember laughing about when I first read it was a study that was done by Carol Dweck around fixed and growth mindset. And she gave a whole group of kids around age seven or eight, I think, um, a puzzle and they all got to do their puzzle. And then after it, she said, do you want to do the same puzzle again or would you like to do a different, harder puzzle? And almost all the kids were like, oh, we want, we want to do a different, harder puzzle. And she then redid the experiment with older and older kids. And the older you got, the more likely you were to want to do the puzzle that you already had had a go at. And that is an example of fixed mindset. We like doing things where we're safe. We like doing things where we know we're going to be okay, where we've done it before, where we feel like our experience and our skills are going to, are going to mean that we're fine. We like familiarity. We like routine. That's what humans are like. So I think you've got to be kind to yourself. Don't beat yourself up about the fact that this is something you struggle with. But with that kindness, you do need to start challenging yourself a little bit and saying, where is this resistance to change coming from? Why am I telling myself that there is safety in what I already know? Because actually, when it comes to the job market, There isn't safety in what we already know because this market is changing so fast and what's demanded of employees is changing so fast. So you've got to go with it because staying stuck isn't going to work. And it doesn't need to be scary. It just means to be, it just needs, it just means you need to be on top of it. Um, And just taking a little bit of time almost every week or every day just to challenge yourself a little bit um, to keep following what the trends are and what the releases are and where the market's going so that you can – because it's actually not scary. It's just um, 
it requires a little bit of a commitment. Yeah, it does. So let's talk about the the benefits instead of the the bits that are hard. Let's talk about the benefits of cultivating your adaptability because this is a highly valued uh, personal trait. It's also a highly valued professional trait. And if it's something that feels elusive to you, it is something that can be practiced. It's something that can be cultivated. So, uh, Helen, maybe we, we start by trying to explain why adaptability is such a positive. Uh, well, it is definitely identified as one of the um, transferable soft skills that yeah. will, that employers will um, test for and demand in um, hires. So firstly, um, just get used to the idea of adaptability. Just start talking about adaptability. That would be that would be my, my first tip. Um, but navigating um, change successfully is inevitable. Individuals who are adaptable and can navigate transitions, whether they are related to technological advancements or organisational restructuring or shifts in personal circumstances with a greater ease than the next person will be likely to be the employee um, that succeeds in the future. A study published in the Journal of Business and Technical Communication emphasised the need for professionals to adapt to changing industry requirements to remain competitive. That's right. Increased resilience, folks. So adaptability is really closely linked to resilience. So that means you are better able to bounce back from setbacks if you are adaptable. So this is something that we can actively cultivate. I feel like resilience is one of those words that just gets thrown around all the time. And it's like, how do I get me some resilience? How do I get my kids some resilience? Do I buy something at the shop? No, you can't. But what you can do is you can cultivate your adaptability and you can work on becoming more adaptable. And that means that when you are coming up against um, unexpected obstacles or setbacks or failures, you are going to be able to adapt in those circumstances and find that positive attitude that's going to move you forward. So that's a, a an element of psychological resilience and employees who demonstrate adaptability are better able to cope with stresses and maintain their well-being in the face of workplace challenges. You're going to be a more resilient employee. Communication. So adaptability often goes hand in hand with effective communication skills. Um, I can't stress this um, enough either. These are the skills that employers will be looking for in the future and they're also things you can kind of get good at. Mm. Um, Rather than a you know, a difficult maths degree, just get really good at communication. Um, Those who can adapt their communication style to different audiences and situations are more likely to build strong relationships and collaborate successfully with diverse groups of people. Research published in the International Journal of Business Communication emphasises the importance of adaptive communication in the workplace in particular. The study highlights that effective communication, including the ability to adjust communication styles based on the context, is crucial for organisational success. And I think, Jamila, we learnt that through the pandemic where we had to communicate all fully virtually and we hired people that we never met face-to-face for some years later. So true. Uh, And finally, folks, career advancement. In the professional realm, adaptability is a really key factor for career success, for getting you the job, for getting you the promotion. Employers value employees who can adapt to changing roles, employees who can learn new skills, employees who contribute positively even when the work environment is evolving. And I think we've all worked in one of those environments where things are changing fast and there's someone that's at the table or in the office who's going, oh, 
no, we shouldn't, no, we shouldn't, we should stay where we are, we shouldn't do that, we shouldn't do this. And it's difficult to manage someone who is so anti-change. So the World Economic Forum's Future of Jobs report has highlighted consistently that adaptability is a key skill for career advancement in the 2020s and beyond. And the ability to learn new skills and adapt to changing job requirements is going to be crucial as we navigate this rapidly evolving job market. So Helen, I feel like we've definitely convinced everyone that they need to be more adaptable, but the question then comes, how do you do how do you do that? How do you become less rigid and more open to change? Um strategies, ideas? Yeah. How do you do that? Yeah, it is it's a really good one because you know, you're just talking about the the colleague in the room that's always against change mm. and change makes them nervous. Um so firstly, develop that self-awareness. Yeah. Um start to sit outside yourself and go, are you likely to be that person who mm. well it wasn't done like that when I was working in my 20s why are we doing it now the old ways are the better the, the best all that sort of thing um so reflect on your own attitudes and behaviors identify areas where you tend to be inflexible yeah. and we all are um and understand the reasons behind why you're resistant to change is it fear uh, is it lack of confidence um, or is it past negative experiences? And you know, and I and I think I was definitely one of those people who was resistance to change. And I'm actually got to the other side of that now, and I I love it. You're into it. You're into I love change. change. Yeah, I think it's great. It's exciting. Another way you can become more adaptable, everyone, is to start to challenge your assumptions. So this can be something that feels quite uncomfortable, but is worthwhile. So question your beliefs, question your assumptions about the way things should be done. If in your head, when change is happening at work or changing in your search for work, if your brain is going, no, 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 but we've always done it this way. So this is the wrong way. Maybe the current way is not the best way. We need to really consider alternative perspectives, be open to the possibility that there might be a different, equally valid approach. And that that's really complex when you're loyal to to the way things are currently done. Don't ever be the person that you hear saying, that's not the way we do it around here. Mm. If the moment you feel that, think that. Time for the next thing. <laughs> well, either leave or do that self-reflection. Um, seek feedback. Request feedback from colleagues, supervisors, mentors, um, anyone that you value um, about your openness to change um, and use the constructive feedback as a tool for improvement and growth. And try to set realistic goals. So break down your larger goals into smaller manageable steps. If you're achieving small uh, successes along the way, making you a little bit more adaptable, not all at once, but a little bit at a time, that is going to mean that you're more open to taking on the bigger challenges when they come. And stay curious. Curiosity is such an undervalued trait in 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 my belief um being curious about new ideas technologies approaches being curious about new people coming into a workplace or new opportunities coming your way um that's a way to stay relevant to stay engaged to stay interested and there's nothing better than someone who's curious they're the most interesting people yeah and curious is different from questioning yeah um it, it it's it is a Exactly as it sounds. Uh, it's no. It's not judgmental. It's just inter- interested, um, mm. and it is worth cultivating. You mentioned a growth versus fixed mindset earlier. You told us all about fixed. Yeah. What's a growth mindset? Yeah. Good question. So this was me talking about the puzzles, folks. So a. a- Growth mindset, just to reiterate, is when you believe that your intelligence and your talents can be developed over time, that you can improve, you can get better, that your capacity can expand. A fixed mindset means you believe 
often subconsciously that your intelligence is fixed. So you think that if you're not good at something, you're never going to be good at that. And even as I say that, I can think of all these things where I have a fixed mindset around them, where I'm like, oh, no, I'm not good at that stuff. Like I've never been good at that. Uh, And I'm not saying that you need to challenge every single element in your life that perhaps um, there's been something that you didn't love and so you avoided it and you don't want to go there. But where things are interacting and intersecting with the work that you do, maybe it's worth challenging it. So a growth mindset recognizes that setbacks are part of learning, that you do not have to be perfect at everything, that you are allowed to get it wrong. And a growth mindset is something that people who are quite courageous have, people who are courageous who are comfortable with failing, comfortable with trying again. They tend to be more resilient, more successful and more content. People with fixed mindsets tend to avoid challenges in order to protect themselves from failure. So they feel threatened by the success of others others, and they can easily give up. There's a whole heap of ways that we can start to nurture that growth mindset. So embracing new opportunities to learn, even if you feel a bit scared. Um, when you get feedback, try to think of it as a source of information, not a source of personal criticism. And remind yourself that to master something takes effort. I feel like this is something I say to my eight-year-old all the time, that we don't get born good at doing something. We have to practice it. And it doesn't come quickly. Mastery requires a long time and a lot of work. And if you want to be extraordinary at something, you got to stick with it. you got to really put the effort in. Um, I go back to that to that uh, study that I I suggested before. It's not often that studies feel pithy, but to me, sometimes when I am really frustrated or don't want to try something or feel anxious or scared or go, no, 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 that's not for me, I literally will say to myself in my head, do the harder puzzle. (laughs) Choose the hard puzzle. Stop doing the same damn puzzle again. It's not fun. That's not fun. That's how you get growth. Um, I mentioned Tyria Pitt earlier in a podcast, um, and this reminds me of talking to a coach of an AFL football team last week. I'm in Melbourne, so it makes sense to Melbourne listeners. Um, And they were talking about draft picks, and he was um, number 38. And um, that's a long way down uh, in, um, you know, day one, a draft pick uh, hype. And he went on to be... um, uh, one of the best players in the competition. He went on to be a captain of a team. He went on to win grand finals and he's now coach of a team. Wow. And, you know, I was listening and he's not tall and he was not the fastest, um, but he worked harder than anyone else. Yeah. And that's a growth mindset. Mindset is created by FW Jobs Academy with support from the Australian Government's Office for Women. FW champions gender equality in Australian workplaces through professional development, advocacy and community. If you'd like to know more, go to futurewomen.com or find out how to register for our Jobs Academy at jobsacademy.futurewomen.com.